is Chris Aiken Presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken, and today I am presenting a contender for Album of the Year, and I do mean that this album absolutely stomps. It is a just a punch in the face after punch in the face after punch in the face when you listen to it. It is really, really heavy. It is fantastic. It is from the band Hammer King. The album is called Kingdomonium. It is out um, on August the 19th. And here to talk all about Kingdomonium and Hammer King is the vocalist of the band, Mr. Titan Fox. Titan, how are you, man? Thank you. I mean, after the, such an introduction, I must feel fantastic. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No doubt, man. Well, well, I got to tell you, man, just right off the bat, you know, I'm not I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass at all, man. I I really <laughs> love this record, man. It is so it's just it starts banging and it ends banging and it just stays there for the entire time. It's such a just heavy, fierce, explosive record, man. It's so good. Thank you very much. I mean, honestly, that's uh, whenever you hear something like this as a musician, that's the greatest thing in the world. So thanks. Sure. No question, man. Well, um, well, man, why don't we start off? Talk a little bit about this record, man. It comes very, very fast after your last record. It just, um, you know, you guys, you guys put out um, the last record and then bang, you're right back. What, a year, maybe a little more yeah. than a year later. 14 yeah. months. So talk a little bit about that, man, because that's that's unheard of in today's world. Uh, yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, it reminds myself of, of, of the glory days in, in the 80s, where you would have even two Saxon albums and two Priest albums in one year. I mean, uh, it is all to to this 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 lovely pandemic thing that we have. Right. Um, we, we probably have played like, like eight shows after the, the release of the 21 album. So we had plenty of time and what do you do as a musician you create new music right and in, in late october i think napalm sent us an, a mail and said guys we would like to do another album with you are you in of course we are and uh, we would like to release this album uh, uh, ready for the festivals in 23 uh, no in 22 i'm sorry okay. in 22 and i uh, said yeah that sounds fantastic and then they said the magical sentence if you want to have the album ready for the festivals you have to deliver it on march the first and i thought okay that is interesting here we go i mean we had we had started working on the songs already but loosely and then we knew we would have to hit the studio in in, in february and therefore it's only i think two and a half months worth of time for really working on the songs and, and arranging everything and getting the album into shape i mean it's not only having 10 songs it's having the the right 10 songs in the, in the perfect order sure. practically so we, we did that and we worked really 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 a lot usually four days a week sometimes we spend um a saturday like 16 16 hours in the rehearsal studio i mean it's the greatest thing in the world when you're a musician and when you can go home and you know the pressure is away because the songs are getting into sure. shape that is a great relief actually and um i i talked with, with dolph the drummer and he's the skeptic guy in the band and i asked him dolph do you think we can really do that right if I say yes, we have to, and he said, I think we can do it. And if he says so, I'm, I'm relieved and we did it. And it was a fantastic experience working under such a quite strict time sure. frame because in a way it, it, it's, it, it, has, it has given us uh, the opportunity or the necessity not to think about the songs too much, but just following your heart, your instinct, giving everything you've got without reflection. 
and in a way it, it gave the album a real real cool spirit but uh, if we have more time next time I'm not sad as well because it was quite stressful actually sure well and and you know what's interesting to me unless I read this wrong as well as this record coming out really quickly you also kind of tweaked the lineup of the band a little bit so yeah, that, that all by itself is amazing that you had time to write new music, tweak the band, and figure out the yeah. nuances of working with new people in the band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was intense, and sometimes I know where my headache is coming from, <laughs> but uh, actually, um, the thing with the lineup was more or less organic, because when we when we parted ways with the original bass player, KK Basement, before the fourth album, we wanted to have Gunt in the band, and he didn't have the time. So when we had another guy, and this guy got ill, Gunt would ask me if there's still some some chance to play with us, because he would have the time. And I said, yeah, we totally need somebody. And when he came, I mean, he blew everybody away. He was, he is the greatest bassist I have played with, but he is also one of the nicest people I've ever played with. So we would have been idiots if we wouldn't have kept him. So we, we did that. and. Uh, it wasn't a big problem in the end, so we 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 tweaked the lineup again. But uh, it it really happened all in the perfect time because when we started working on the songs, Gunt was already there, not officially, but actually he was there. So it really things the time. Okay, excellent. Now I, I'm curious. Obviously, you know one of the one of the reasons you come back so quick is because of the pandemic, really, because the pandemic kind of. Yeah, yeah kind of took the work and it's un it's it's probably the most unfortunate thing about the pandemic as a music fan is that it took a lot of great records and made them just disappear for people and you guys are one of them i mean you guys self-titled mm -hmm. album that you did before this is a great record as well and i think a lot of people missed it i think just a lot of people missed it because of the the pandemic and you know for whatever reason, everybody was sitting home, but nobody was getting attached to anything. I think is really yeah, in, what in it a way was. that's that's right. But I think um, there is there is also a good side about it because when we play shows now, we have a, a huge backdrop sporting the imagery of the artwork from Kingdomonium, and we have two gigantic flags on each side, and they're sporting the artwork from Hammer King the album. So we make sure that we are actually promoting two albums right. at the same time which is interesting because we can pick the best songs of both and, and add some of the classic material from the first three albums and have a set list to die for actually so i think it feels fresh and interesting so it should be interesting Absolutely. for the people as well now do you for you personally for the band do you um do you go out and promote both records i, I know you're the backdrop is, but do you do you promote heavily, meaning instead of just playing one or two new songs, I mean, obviously the Hammer King the, the Hammer King album music is still fresh to a lot of people too, so yeah. will you yeah. will you mix into the set, you know, like four or five tunes from these two records? Uh, that's the plan. I mean, given enough stage time, we do we do we do play the uh, Summer Breeze on on Saturday, forty thousand people, amazing. But only forty-five minutes, right. so that is that is quite a problem, of course. But if we have the chance to play, say, seventy, seventy-five, ninety minutes, whatever, we totally will have a very, very fresh set list. We used to be a band like Ozzy Osbourne or Van Halen, some no, more Ozzy Osbourne, having a very um, conservative way of building up set lists, which means I can't kick this one, I can't kick this one, we have to do that one. That was the the way that we always did it. 
But now it, it totally changed. We're absolutely progressive and we say we want to play these five songs or the new one. We want to play these five songs from Hammer King and the rest can be the older songs. Sure. And interestingly, that works for the people. Excellent. Well, um, one thing that's working excellently for for the band from Kingdomonium is this new the new video that's out there for Pariah is my name. What a great what a great video! I thought maybe we would uh, kind of break here in the middle to show people this video, or at least a clip of the video, so they can get a taste. But uh, tell me about the video and tell me why this was one of the songs that was chosen to be shared with um, with the public first. Um, this was the band choice. I mean, Napalm had some some candidates that they wanted to do. We had some that we wanted to do, but that was the song where everyone in the band said we should put this song out first because it's slightly darker than the older Hammer King material. It is very catchy but extremely powerful. So I think it's a bit more a bit bit more heavy than the the material that we did before, and we totally wanted to have that song first. And when we when we connected with with uh, Mirko Witzki, who also did the Awaken the Thunder video last time, um, he, we wanted to work with him, and he was into that. And he he, get, he just sent us a mail on a on a Monday evening. Hey guys, I will take you to this place uh, in in the Middle East of Germany, and uh, it's it's gonna start on Friday at nine o'clock in the morning. We thought, oh, that's really refreshing because we need a hotel if it's that early, and it's quite far away from us. But when we saw the location. This rock formation is so fantastic and with only moving a couple of meters you had a totally different setting because it was there was so much perspective in, in the place. Uh, I knew that the, the, the video would be fantastic and Mirko is a guy, it's, it's birthday by the way today, okay. Mirko is a person who does less takes with you than other people and you look better. <laughs> For whatever reason he just has the eye, so it's fantastic. That That's really a video that I think really works very well because it's, it's eye candy in a way. It looks fantastic. Sure, it certainly does. Well, why don't we share it a little bit with the fans? So this is Pariah totally. is my name. It is Hammer King, and we'll be back after a little bit, and we'll talk a little bit more with vocalist Titan Fox. is my name one of the new singles from the band hammer king their new album kingdomonium is out on august 19th probably already out for most of you that are catching this video for the first time 
and great release. It's definitely, if you like power metal or traditional metal, I don't know what we're calling it today, but if you like traditional heavy metal, this is a, this is one for you. As I said at the beginning, definitely a contender for album of the year. And, uh, Titan, I got to tell you why it's a contender, man. It's, to me, it is so epic sounding, and that is just so missing now in, you know, mm. I, I like all kinds of metal. I really do. But there, mm, Me too, yeah. But there's just not that grand, epic, huge arena sound that we used to have. And mm. that is one of the core elements of your band in general, not just this release, but mm. that's what you guys do. So, you know, talk a little bit about that, man. When you write... Do you write purposely to write something that just sounds grander than the what is what everything else is today? <laughs> I mean, we always say uh, the the legend says all songs and lyrics given by the Majesty the Hammer King, <laughs> which means we don't have to do anything and just receive the music. Right. It is partially true because you do receive music from elsewhere. I mean, that's what really happens. We have one, oh, let's say the concept of the band is that we say, imagine us on a festival stage, which is happening right now. Uh, you have never heard anything of Hammer King before. You stand in front of the stage and within one or two songs, you should like the music, mm -hmm. if it's your style, and you should be able to sing along with the songs. When you heard the first chorus, you should be able to sing along when the second chorus comes. And that is basically what we try to do. But the good thing is that is uh, what, what at least I do personally listen to. I mean, if you if you think of classic bands, my my brutal example is always Genesis and Queen. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows that Genesis in the early days with Peter Gabriel was uh, one of the most unique source right. of music in the world. And the same goes for the early Queen material. Even the the debut album is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's the greatest thing they've ever done in a way. But honestly, what do I enjoy most with Genesis? And you can kill me. It's Invisible Touch <laughs> and, and the Yellow Album. I totally love it. Right. It's pop music, but it's the greatest pop music in the world. Had it not been called Genesis, probably nobody would be upset. I mean, I understand sure. that it was a sacrilege to, to, to do that, but I love it. So therefore, I am very much interested in, in, in very catchy music. And therefore, I think we do focus on bringing up very catchy songs. There is probably one, two songs on, on each album that are more musical songs, songs such as Age of Horizon on the new one, or we had We Sail Cape Horn on the third one, there is King of Kings and Atlantis on Hammer King from last year. So there's always bigger songs, more musical right. songs, but be honest, if you play a show live, if it's a long show, you can pro probably play two or three of mm -hmm. them at the max, and the rest has to be fist in your face, fist right. in your face all the time. And, and that's what we do. And if you combine that with the way that we do the speeches on stage, which are filled with legends from the king and also a little bit provocative and in a way all set to, to connect with the audience as much as possible. That's the most important thing about heavy metal. It's not the band playing. It's the band playing and the audience singing back. That is what heavy metal is all about. Right. It's an exchange of energy. I mean, that's that's what we really believe in. That's what we try to do. Right, definitely. And, and you do it really, really well, man. Now, I, I, I got to tell you, the best track, though, on this record, on the new record, is the title track. Yeah. What an hey, ass kicker, wow, man. <laughs> that is, 
And the video, the video came out just three hours and 19 minutes ago, <laughs> just today. It's very good. Man. It's you, very happy that you say that. It's a special song for well, us. And, and you know what's unique is, is, and you know this, you're a music fan. A lot of times bands will name a name a song or an album after a song that has like some meaning to them, but it's not always the best song. It just has some meaning to the band. Yeah. Like to the band yeah. it might be the best song, but it, it a lot a lot of times it does not translate to the fans because they don't know the meaning yeah. behind it or the creative reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. You guys mm. nailed it with this. It is the best song and it fits and it's, you know, it's fast it. and what an ass kicker, man. Fantastic. Amen to that, honestly. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. We we think that it's one of the strongest songs on the album, but it might not be the most catchy song. That's why it's not the opening track. Okay. Usually, when we have a title track, it might even be the opening track. So we did not do that. It's the opening track from the second vinyl side, which I find interesting when you have a vinyl edition and you turn it over, you have two opening tracks. That's even more interesting than having 12 or 10 songs in a row on a, on a CD. But honestly, I really love that song very much. And it's the most complicated song to play that we have. Nice. We are practicing like maniacs. It's so tricky. <laughs> very good. And the other tune I wanted to ask you about is, um, is it's a little bit different on the album, but I mean, it fits, is uh, Four Horsemen. The Four Horsemen, it, it, it has very much that Iron Maiden gallop to it, you know, that dun 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 dun, 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 dun type of a thing. You know, I, and what I was curious about is it's the only time on this album that I really kind of heard like some Maiden stuff, like a Maiden influence. So how, influence, how influential is Iron Maiden to yourself and to, to Hammer King? Well, I think if, 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 um, if a musical... What's the English word? If a, call it if a style mm -hmm. like like heavy metal is so old as heavy metal is now. I mean, it's it's almost like if you count Black Sabbath, it's fifty yeah. years, tw fifty two years. We we are quite old as a scene and as as a style. And I would say that if you are at least in the traditional metal sector, there is no chance that you are not influenced by Iron Maiden, by Judas right. Priest, by Black Sabbath. And if you're our style, it's also Halloween and probably accept and so on. I mean, it's impossible not to be influenced by by them. But on the other hand, when we're writing songs nowadays, we totally do not feel any sort of influence from another band anymore. Sure. If it's influences, it's it's bands from outside the metal sector. When it comes to the twin leads, we always think of Wishbone Ash. I'm kind of friends with the band Wishbone okay. Ash, so that's also very very inspiring to to have a look a close look at things they do because the twin leads from wishbone ash are really tricky i mean the only band that i know in the metal sector which is that tricky might be um trouble oh, yeah. because their guitars are tremendously complicated and very unique and otherwise i mean when it comes to the vocals i sometimes think of, of the beach boys because they had like different things going on at the same time or sabotage they also did that on their later sure. albums so that, that uh, the, the more extreme things are still still influential and the rest is it, it's somewhere inside you can't even feel it anymore but it's there right certainly is man well um titan obviously man the the strength to a band like hammer king is always going to be touring and at the same yeah. time we're in a weird time you know we're still yeah we're still <laughs> sort of pandemic-y and we're 
you know, it depends on where you're playing and, you know, as far as what you can and can't play or where, you know, if you have to wear a mask, all the, all the different crazy stuff. So where is Hammer mm. King right now as far as, you know, potentially touring? That's the only tricky part still left for us. I mean, uh, the, the booking agency who was supposed to book us and then in the end lifted their arms and said, we can't do anything for you, told me one thing. Usually there's 30% of the bands on the road and the rest is at sure. home. At the moment, in 22, we have 95% oh. of the bands on the road at the same time. Because what we are watching now is not the 22 tour, we're watching the 20 tour mm -hmm. and maybe the 21 tour. And that's that's the reason why we hardly can get onto any tour because they had been booked before we did the last two albums. Sure. So so um, I really think, hope, and believe that we will play much more next year okay. because there is an agency who wants to work with us now, which looks very promising, and um, that is something that I'm looking forward to because we are a band very very much made for the live situation. The songs are made for the stages, and we sound even better on stage in a way. So we, we need to play as much as, as possible. There is there is the festivals this year, which is new. We never played 25,000 festivals, 40,000 people sure. festivals. That is new. That's really helpful because it can reach, reach out for a whole new audience. And then, of course, there is club shows in October, in September, in November, if everything goes according to what I hope. And uh, then we will play some shows where you can directly connect with the people. And hopefully we will be touring in, in 23. Excellent. So we try not to make an album in 23, but to tour in 23. Excellent. Well, I hope it definitely happens because this is a band that oh, people yeah. need to see. They need to see you guys live. The band is Hammer King. The album is Kingdomonium. It is out on August the 19th. And Titan, where should we tell people to go online to keep up with you guys and keep up with tour dates and you know buy the record and all that stuff? I mean, it's it's not really the time for, for official homepages anymore. Right. So if you really want to be in contact with us, go to Facebook and go to Instagram. Look for Hammer, Hammer King Official. You will always get us there. We are very responsive. And if you want to buy something, then go to hammer-king.com and click the button for Hammer King Shop. And you can find anything there. So uh, aside from the exclusive things that we don't have. But uh, there is there is a tape you only get it through Napalm, for example. Right. But everything else and lots of exclusive stuff is, is is there, and you can support us directly. And that is always the best way to deal with Very us. Very good. Well, one more time, the album is called Kingdomonium. The band is Hammer King and uh, Titan. I figured the best way to uh, let this one end is to go with the title track with the video. And um, absolutely. So let's let's give the people a taste of this tune. It's the best tune on the release, and it is. Um, it is Kingdomonium. So, uh, Titan, thanks so much for joining me uh, right here on Chris Aker Presents. Thank you very much. It was a sheer pleasure talking to you. And uh, as I always say, God bless the king. May the king bless Amen, you. Amen, brother. <laughs>